This is Liz. And this is Sharon. And you're listening to Unrefined She. The well-being podcast for women like you who want to explore your health, claim your space, question norms, and live your best lives. Hosted weekly by entrepreneurs and women's health experts, Liz Winters and Sharon Bailey. As always, please keep in mind that the information shared on this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be considered medical advice. And now, let's dive in. Hey, she's, I think we can all agree there's nothing else that can quickly send your day sideways than a visit from the hangry monster. I learned pretty quickly during pregnancy and now as a parent to tiny, hungry, hungry humans that having snacks on hand is key to everyone's sanity and survival. And while my snack of choice is typically fresh food, it's not easy or convenient when I'm on the go. And okay, to be honest, I found one too many squished bananas or hard boiled eggs at the bottom of my purse than I care to admit which is why I love the grass-fed beef sticks from Paleo Valley. I stash these protein-rich snacks in my purse and the diaper bag, so I'm always prepared. Unlike other meat sticks, Paleo Valley beef sticks contain 100% grass-fed and finished beef from American farmers who practice rotational grazing, which is better for you and better for the planet. 100% grass-fed beef contains more B vitamins, calcium, magnesium, potassium, zinc, phosphorus, beta-carotene, and iron than grain-fed beef and it has important fat-soluble vitamins that can protect against cardiovascular disease. It's a snack I feel good about eating and sharing with my kiddos. So if you're looking to level up your snack game, head over to paleovalley.com and enter the code UNREFINED15 at checkout to save 15% on your next order. That's paleovalley.com with code UNREFINED15. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) We're just so excited to get excited. Get to get excited. Oh my God. Okay. Get excited. Get excited. I'm like so excited. Okay. Did you watch 10 Things I Hate About You growing up? Yes. Okay. I was legit obsessed with that movie. Watched it like multiple times a week. I knew literally every line. And I don't know why the get excited reminded me of like the. I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever be just whelmed? I think you can in Europe. (laughs) (laughs) I remember watching that and being like, can you just be whelmed? (laughs) I know what looked it up because the internet finally existed and you can just be whelmed. We just don't say that very, I, okay, let's be real. I don't actually know. Should we look it up? Let's look it up. I'm going to look it up. This is an important. What does it mean to just be whelmed? Whelmed. Maybe that's Mm. how I feel today. Whelm, past tense, whelmed, past participle, whelmed, engulf, submerge, or bury someone or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how I feel today. No. A swimmer (laughs) whelmed in a raging storm. Or it means flow or heap up abundantly. The brook whelmed up from its source. Ooh, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm into that. You could use with some whelming up. Yeah. Flowing. I don't think you need to bury any bodies. No. Not I mean, today. sometimes that is the mood. Not today. Not today. <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> Amazing. I like that we're both wearing. We have, like our shirts. This is a mood. This is a mood. I have my more midwives and shall I say it? Uh, if, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if they haven't figured that out. If they haven't uh, figured it out. My sweatshirt says more midwives defund the cops. Have a nice day. <laughs> I'm going to drink, drink a sip of coffee to that. I'm going to cheers to that. Yep, here you go. 
Just what you all signed up for listening to us drink our coffee <clears throat> and talking uh, and about our awesome t-shirts. Yeah, my shirt says my vagina is magical and I Which it love, is. love this shirt so much. <laughs> I used to be so scared to wear it and I was like, you know what? Fuck the world. <laughs> That's right. My, my vagina is magical. Mm-hmm. Vagina owner, loud and proud. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Today I'm going to a pride parade slash like support for having inclusive sex ed in our county oh my god yes yeah there's a very large contingency of people who want to stick to the abstinence only policy and uh that's been working um so uh there's a bunch of us who are going to put on our roller skates and roller skate around and i'm definitely wearing my uterus (laughs) t-shirt Yes, please. Yeah, I'm going to be like, just so you know, this is how the reproductive system works, because I know they don't teach this here in Delta County. (laughs) Jesus. I know. This is what this is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, anyway, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's been kind of a weird week, but like, fine. And I think we'll maybe get into it, whereas we're talking all about like, biz life, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. All sorts of fun stuff like that today. Um, sorry, something is playing. Hold on one second. Oh, Glennon Doyle just started playing out of my phone. <laughs> like she does. Like she does. She's like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> sorry, I just got a call from Glennon Doyle. Hold on one sec. No, sorry. Her <laughs> podcast. <laughs> one day. Maybe. Um, my exciting news is that we will have a bathroom by the next by next week. We have had a bathroom, but like we will have another bathroom. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. It's very exciting. Have you all been using the same bathroom? So we, our house has came with three bathrooms, um, like two full baths and then one we call it kind of the scary bath um, because it's the bathroom that's in the basement and it technically has a shower, but the ceiling height in there is six feet, six inches. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So yeah, cute. Um, so we've been using <laughs> the kid bath upstairs, like where all the kids' rooms are, and then the one in the basement. So we've had no bathroom on the main floor for the last mm. six months, five mm-hmm. months. I don't know how the time works anymore. Um, and so I'm really excited to not have to go up or down a flight of stairs in the middle of the night when I have to pee. Yeah, that's going to be It's just great. little things. It's that's just going to be things. great. It's going to feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. First world problems. How are you? Uh, I'm good. The sun is shining directly on my face right now, which is you are really glowing. a step up. I'm, I am kind of glowing and it's, <laughs> you are the glow emporium. I am. The, it's yeah. This is how we glow. Uh, it's a step up from when we were recording in the middle of winter when it wasn't even light after we were done recording. So I'll take it. Uh, next month should be interesting. It'll be quite hot. It it goes from being, and I know hot, I'm from Texas, but Mm -hmm. it goes from being like enjoyable to very hot in June here. And then it goes back to being enjoyable, like mid July to August. So, uh, currently I'm good. I'm doing some intermittent fasting. Shut the front door. Tell me more about it. Oh Yeah. Well, I've been, I was inspired by Lucia Hawley. Mm, uh, Lucia. What episode was she in? 980-something? Uh, Just a few episodes ago. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Anyway, you want to hear about 
Empowered Weight Loss, Lucia Holly. We uh, Liz interviewed her. Anyway, we'll link um, that in the show notes. Yes, great interview. And um, I actually had a consultation with her at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty interested in working with her and, you know, a bunch of our friends kind of work with her and they're like, yeah, intermittent fasting is one of the tools she uses. And I was just at a place where like, I couldn't restrict literally anything. I was like, I, I can't take the cream out of my coffee. Like I can't, there's just nothing. I just can't do it. You just want so, to live your life. <laughs> I just needed to like live my life in the parameters that we had mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point. Sure. And so, um, so one of the only changes I've had to make is taking cream out of my coffee. And it's Amazing. been great. It's been great. Yeah, because I like to eat around like six at night and I usually don't want to eat until like nine or 10 in the morning. There you go. And the only thing I have to do is like take the cream out of my coffee and make sure I don't take any supplements like at night, you know, that have anything, you know, aside from that, it's like, I feel great. Yeah. So it sounds like it's more like it's it's intuitive, right? You're just following your body's natural cycle Mm -hmm. of fasting. Exactly. Exactly. And we all fast. We all fast. We all fast. And I was talking to a friend about it and he was like, wait, so, okay. So you go how long all day? And I was like, oh no, I eat in the day. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're eating. If if I'm already going to be asleep at night and fasting during that time, that's what my body wants. Like, I'm not trying to fast during the day. I do that. I've done that. Like, Mm -hmm. there's like really specific reasons why I would do that. But, um, no. That's not what I'm trying to do. (laughs) I'll just tack a couple of hours on like, you know, the front end and the back end or however that works. (laughs) Oh, so it's been good. Like, I feel like my digestion works so slow Mm. that it just needs that like extra time to kind of work shit out, you know? So literally literally work it out. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's been, a, it's been feeling pretty good. I'm a couple weeks in and, um, and overall enjoying it. Uh, the only challenge, the, actually the only challenge is like every other Thursday night, I've been organizing this lady's bike ride and we don't get back oh, until fun. like seven 30. Um, and the last one I got back in my, <laughs> every time my husband gets home, that late, my child is in bed and there's dinner made because oh. I work on a schedule and I get home and they're like on the couch. He hasn't made dinner yet. And I was like, I would be so furious. I was so mad. I was like, don't yell. Don't yell. Just get in the kitchen and make yourself some food. <laughs> and oh, I didn't end up God. eating until nine. And I was like, do you understand that I can't eat until like noon tomorrow? <laughs> right. You, oh, Yeah. That's so some frustrating. Names. There were some names that I wanted to throw at him, but I just was like, okay. <laughs> okay. This is why I'm upset. This is why I'm upset. If, if I, I have to happened. tell you. <laughs> this is the system that we have. This is what I do for you. And anyway, yeah, so that was cool. And I even told him, like, I love some food out. It'll be easy for you to cook. This is all you have to cook. I was like, Fox is exhausted. I've worn him out. Like, we've literally been going nonstop. You yeah. could probably even get him in bed early. And so it was very shocking to come home and like, watching, like, some whale documentary, and which I'm like, cool. But right. it's like half an hour past his bedtime go to bed (laughs) yeah oh that's so hard when schedules get disrupted and like 
I definitely, it sounds like you and I are similar where I'm the more like, this is our schedule. This is why things go this way because I've seen the other side. Like when we're, it's not that we're, I'm inflexible, but it's like, there's a, there are repercussions to like missing bedtimes or even like letting them sleep late. Sleep is so important. Remember when Edie was little and Shane was home with her a lot. Like one day I came home and I was like, where's Edie? Cause I was at work and I came home like on a really quick break. Cause I lived three minutes from our house and he's like, Oh, she's still sleeping. And I was like, bruh, it is 10. Oh my God. Like, she's like, yeah, she like squawked a little bit at eight and then like went back to sleep. And I was like, no, no. She like needs to get up and like start her day. <laughs> Whoa. And was she up to like 10 that night? <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I don't remember. It happened offhand times. No, I don't yeah. think she was. And he's like, she just needed sleep, which I totally get. It's, it's valid, right? Like she yeah. wanted to sleep more and that's, that's great. But I was like, but also like that throws off naps and dinner and everything like mm-hmm. down the line where like I have to step in. So like hold up your end of the deal so I can hold up my end of the deal. Right. And nobody gets screwed. And he's just like having a nice leisurely morning. He's like, totally this is great. chill morning. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I can only imagine if Fox would even sleep in that late, which he won't like eight o'clock and he, it is the latest. Yeah. And sometimes by eight, I'm like, should I go check on him? Is he right? Okay? Totally. Yeah. We're like seven 30. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean the rhythm, it's all about the rhythm and the kids like we need rhythm. Like it's literally what I'm building my business on. Yeah. But kids need it even more. Yes. Yeah, they're just like little rhythm machines. Okay, I have to tell this story about Fox and then we'll dive in. Please. So the other night I went to bed early and I'm laying in bed, like doing whatever, reading a book or something. And Ryan is in the living room and Fox has gone to bed, but he's like in his room making all this noise and he got quiet. So he figured he had gone to bed. Right. And like a little while later, Fox just walks through the front door and Ryan's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, wait, he was like outside? Yeah, he was in his bedroom. And then all of a sudden he's walking through the front door. And he had figured out how to open his window, crawl out of it. We're on the, we only have like a one story house. Crawl out of it and then just walk through the front door. And he had the biggest smile on his face, Ryan told me. And I was like, uh, okay. So our kid, not even five, has snuck out of the house for the first time. Wow. Well, we got that out of the way. <laughs> Jeez. I know. Oh, yeah. And his room is like on the front of the house, like closest to the road. Mm-hmm. And he knows not to go on the road, but still, I'm just like, uh, bro. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Isn't it a little terrifying? That's I really mean, terrifying. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm also a little scared. <laughs> yeah. Shane, like, jokes about the kids' rooms right now. He's like, and that's how I would escape uh, out of Edie's room. And he looks at Arlo's room. He's like, oh, Arlo's room is so easy. You just go down the roof because like, he has, like, both roofs right underneath. Uh-huh. Scale down right there, and you're out. You're good. Especially we're building a deck right there. Yeah, okay. I was like, okay, don't tell me this shit. Because, like, I didn't sneak out as a kid. <laughs> I didn't do that shit. You did. I wonder uh-huh. how far, like, the gene, how powerful the gene pool uh, is oh, here. Man. I know. Yeah. I always, I had ways that I could have snuck out if my dad hadn't had our house on complete and total lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. But I had, I had them all mapped out. Right. <laughs> there was just no way. <laughs> I'm hoping to, like, establish the relationship with our kids that, like, they don't feel the need to sneak out. Yes, exactly. Like, you just yeah. have 
like I think Fox just was experimenting and thought it was cool. He's like, oh, cool, absolutely. He's this like, wasn't like a, what I gotta if get I do away it? from this place? <laughs> Open the window up, crawl right. out. Like, oh, look at this. Now, how do I get back in? I mean, I, what cold. I'd like to see is like for our neighbors across the street, they can see the front of our house very well mm-hmm. from their living room. And I wonder, I have to ask them if they <laughs> watched him because I imagine he got out and then it's like just a far enough drop down that he was probably looking at the window like, how the hell do I get back in? I guess I'll just go through the front door. (laughs) Amazing. (sighs) All right. Should should we hear from our sponsors? Yeah. Let's hear from those those cool partners. Yay. Sponsor time. Sponsor time. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Packed Apparel. Now, I love Packed. If you haven't heard of them, they are on a mission to become Earth's favorite clothing company, and they are definitely one of mine. I am currently cozied up in my favorite packed sweatshirt. It is so comfy and so wonderful. I swear by their maternity nursing tank tops, as well as their maternity undies, things you didn't even know you needed, maternity underwear, right? Well, Pact has got you covered. They have organic cotton cozy clothes for women, men, baby, kids. They even have sheets and towels, y'all. It's amazing. And it's about more than just cozy, awesome clothes. They're really taking care of their workers by partnering with Fairtrade certified factories to ensure they're both caring for people and for planet. They provide carbon offset shipping and really thoughtful packaging to reduce and minimize that life cycle footprint. Now, they're also being incredibly generous to our unrefined she community and offering a discount code for your very first purchase so you can get 20% off at wearpacked.com with the code unrefined20. That's wearpacked w e a r p a c t.com with code unrefined20. Okay, she's, if you've been listening for a while, you know how much I love CBD. Stressed Take some CBD, sore muscles, CBD, of course. Liz and I personally use CBD in our daily lives and have seen CBD help our clients with pain, anxiety, period cramps, and more, which is why we are so happy to partner with our friends at Rock and Roots Farm. Rock and Roots is a family-run farm and herbal medicine brand. John and Candace, owners and farmers at Rock and Roots, pride themselves in supporting the community and planet through regenerative agriculture, education programs, and affordable access to beyond organic produce, CBD, and herbal health products. We love Rock and Roots, and we know you will too. Shop their CBD and herbal products at www.rockandrootsfarm.com and select Unrefined She from the drop-down menu as your affiliate at checkout. Um, Today, we wanted to talk about our experiences in entrepreneurship from the perspective of being moms and driven humans who also have a lot of interests and are not all about that hashtag hustle girl boss mode. Go I almost ahead. booed it, but I'm going to go ahead and boo it. Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like really excited about this topic because I, I haven't really talked about it much on the, on the show, but I'm actually, I, I am doing business coaching now, which has been really, I've been for the past like six months and it's been really, really amazing. But you hear like the same kind of themes over and over again that you and I talk about. And it's just, we think about entrepreneurship as this like 
magical, like, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and now I'm totally free. <laughs> or like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, we don't, we see like everyone on Instagram or TikTok or whatever is cool now because it changes every five minutes and I can't keep up. See last episode that we recorded together about uh-huh. irrelevance. Um <laughs> And how everyone's like just magically making 10K months and magically like living this like dreamy life with team. And, you know, like they've just completely done all this. And what we're not seeing is like the rest of the iceberg, right? Like that like little piece we're seeing on social media is like the tip of the iceberg. It's the pretty stuff, but we're not Mm -hmm. seeing the behind the scenes. And I think the behind the scenes is the most important part. So I kind of wanted to dive into that with you today because I think our behind the scenes are different and that's valid because it can look different for so many people but yeah so I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that topic out there and say hey hey I love it I love it (laughs) hey well and like the type of person that I am and that we are like you know when I see that type of messaging then I just it just builds so much doubt in my abilities and like where I am and it's really prohibitive like you know oh when I you know, when I first like hit my, you know, first 10 K month, it was because I really started believing that I could. And it's like, uh, and, and what else did you do? You know, like how many years did it take you to get there? Like how much, you know, whatever, like nurturing of clients and building a program. I mean, all of the things that go into becoming an entrepreneur from like building a product to building a program or however it is that it goes down, it, it takes so much effort. And, you know, it, it's something that I find with very little return at the beginning. Absolutely. And I think, you know, like for me, I've been kind of reformulating and reformulating and reformulating for years now. And have finally really starting to hone in. And while I'm finally starting to hone in and like get my first clients for the program that I've created that, I mean, I've spent the last couple of weeks just in this fallow period, basically, because I put so much into creating four rhythms um, and I just needed a break, like my brain, my being needed a break. And it's like, I've gotten to the point now where I have to go get a part-time job for a little while just to like supplement some income while I'm getting that program off the ground. And there's part of me that's just like, oh, I'm failing because I'm doing that. But it's like, no, I'm not. This is actually, I think, the right choice for our family. And the job that I'm doing is working with a local bakery who does amazing stuff. Like they grow all their own or they like source all their own, you know, ingredients locally. They're creating a mill here in Paonia and we're going to farmer's markets. So like, it's going to be great for my soul <laughs> just yeah. to like get out from behind my computer and like go, you know, driver. It's, we're going to be in Aspen and Crested Butte and like talking to people at farmer's markets and talking to farmers. And I'm really looking forward to that. So, you know, there's definitely like that side of it, but um, I, I think, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and continuing to be an entrepreneur is it's always there's always a level of like reinvention that you're, you know, that we're doing. And it's like mm-hmm. uh, and and juggling some things until you can finally get it to where, you know, you have a team that's helping you and 
yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fascinating, honestly, because I went into it just kind of like, I think I'm just going to do this. And I literally had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's when you were talking about like how they're like, I just believed I could, it reminds me of this whole like manifesting and like, uh-huh. yes, belief and mindset is absolutely a huge part of the success piece. Like, if you don't believe you can do it, you aren't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, just plain and simple. It's not going to happen. But just believing you can do it is not enough. Like, mm-hmm. you have to take action. Mm-hmm. So it's like manifesting with action. And that action does not have to mean, again, hustling 24-7 And, you know, working until midnight and then getting up at four and never seeing your family. And like some people do that. Right. And that's like what they want to do. Or maybe that's what they feel like they need to do. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. And it just depends on I think I think there's a lot of privilege that goes into the entrepreneurship world. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it requires like you can't you can't talk about deciding to be an entrepreneur without talking about like the privilege that's required to do, to take that step. And some people go entrepreneurship out of necessity. I understand that that's also like, it's another one. I'm not talking about necessarily that route, but like when I left my job four years ago, like that was a, it's because I had the privilege to do so. It wasn't because my business was like booming and I'm like, cool, I've met my salary and I can pay for my benefits. It was Like, okay, we're in a position where like, this is going to be a struggle, but we can make this happen. And I had had a small like business building up there. Like I've I've been doing this for six, six years now, which is mind boggling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like you said, have changed and shifted and grown. But I'm curious. So you decided to take on this, this part-time piece. Like what are your, what's your like check-in for yourself to make sure that like your entrepreneurship, entrepreneur, why is it so hard to say this morning? <laughs> like that your <laughs> business is in line with your life. Like where's the line there? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that there's, there's a lot of factors to consider like one where I live. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. We are privileged to be able to like, you know, take some time off and, uh, and we just happen to like, the stars all aligned during COVID in a way that supported us and that I know that most people didn't have. And so, you know, I certainly acknowledge that, but where I live, it is very challenging to find work that pays. Yeah. And, um, it, we're one of the poorest counties in Colorado and it's, uh, restaurants really struggle to stay open. It's not like you can just go get a restaurant job. Like it's really challenging to have work here. Um, and even when I was the executive director, let me just tell you this, y'all are going to be so shocked. I was the executive director of an artist residency program and I was working 40, 50 hours a week. This was when I was pregnant. My annual salary was $21,000. Before no benefits, no benefits. Oh my God. Like before taxes or that was really uh, yeah. adjusted before taxes. What? Yes. Yeah. And this was only five years ago. This was only five years ago. And when I had Fox and I worked very hard to create that job, to help create that job with the nonprofit that I was working with, I was like on the board. 
Um, I wanted that job to work and, uh, and then I had Fox and I was so tired and I just like, I couldn't show up for the job. And then I was like, this is not even remotely close to enough money. I mean, like when I was just like scraping by, you know, it was fine sort Mm -hmm. of because we were building it. Right. Right. And so I, um, that's why I quit. And that's why I started to work for myself because I'm like, well, I mean, I'm working for peanuts. Like I might as well yeah. just try to figure it out on my own. Working for peanuts at 50 hours a week with at a 50 newborn. hours a week. Exactly. Exactly. I was back at work three weeks in. So, um, oh, shit. yeah, it was, it's, it's hard around here, you know? And I yeah. think there are a couple of organizations that can support employees, but it, they're very rare. And so, um, so anyway, I, you know, and I went through a myriad of things like teaching yoga and being a birth support and childbirth education. And we even owned our own gallery, like all these things. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, when I really started focusing on women's health and, uh, which is primarily my focus, um, you know, things just have, it's like pieces of a puzzle that I am like slowly putting together. Right. And I know that there's a big picture and I can see the outline for it. And I'm just like one piece at a time, just trying and trying and trying. Right. And I, uh, I realized recently I was sitting down with a person who I'm signing as a client and, um, this person has a number of health things that have prevented them from like diving into their own entrepreneurial life. Mm -hmm. And Um, and it really clicked, you know, it's like you, I feel like I have these moments of, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs do, they have these moments where like, like you interact with somebody and something clicks and it's like, okay, this is one step closer to what I actually like really refining, like who I actually want to be working with. And like the program I'm creating with four rhythms is really like, yeah, it's for everybody, but I'm really starting to understand that it's for people who cannot function in the modern way that we run business because their bodies, our bodies literally won't let us. And that's how my body is. It's like, no, No. (laughs) I, I can't hustle. I can't push through. I can't do any of that stuff because I will get sick. And it's not worth it for me. It doesn't align with my values, you know, and it doesn't allow me to raise my child. Right. And I think that those are, that's the thing I always go back to is like, does this align with my values of, you know, who I am and how I want to present in the, in the world? And what do I want to reinforce in my own business culture? You know, like, do I want to reinforce this whole, like the girl boss thing? It's like, okay, on the surface level, great. Like, yeah, support girl power, whatever. But it's all hustle culture. And it's just, it's bro marketing repackaged, like pink tax on bro marketing, right? Oh, it's totally pink tax on bro marketing. (laughs) You know, and it's like, I have no interest in reinforcing that. Yeah. (laughs) So, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just this like run yourself into the ground and then for what? So I love that you bring up, you know, getting, getting really clear on those core values. Mm -hmm. And like, I think it's returning to our why, like, why am I doing this? And sometimes that can get lost when you get in hustle mode or really just like, I mean, entrepreneurship is such a roller coaster. It's a lot of like, I signed a client, I'm getting closer, I'm getting closer. And then things drop off. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And oh my God, am I supposed to be doing this? Am I supposed to be on TikTok right now? BT dubs, I am on TikTok now. But <laughs> <laughs> am I supposed to be on Clubhouse? Not on Clubhouse. You know, like it's it's just it's every day there's a new should that comes out. And we've talked about this before, but like the shoulds are shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we see the shoulds in parenting, we see the shoulds here, and and it's I think can be really hard to be both a driven person, like a driven entrepreneurial minded person, because entrepreneurship is not for everybody. And so if you are like, should I be an entrepreneur? I don't know. Should you like, do you want this lifestyle? Like, it's really not for everybody. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, And so there's like this, you know, should I be doing this? And like, oh, I should be home and fully focused on my kids. And like, how do I show up for both? And it's like, you, you, you can't, at least not at the same time. And so I think that's the important part of creating an entrepreneurship, a business that makes sense with your life is so you, you, like, that's my why. It's so that I can be present with my kids and still support my family and still do work that is totally fulfilling, but it's definitely a balancing act. It's not, the hustle culture is like the antithesis of all of that. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, it's I th- you know, it's some twisted marketing that's like you can have all this money and spend all this time, you know, doing whatever it is, like lounging on some mm-hmm. beach somewhere. And it's like, yeah, but nomad life. Yeah, but it's like but how many years of like having to say no to things and like there's certainly a lot of like no's that I have to say so that I can do what I do, you know? But the thing I say yes to is my family, you know, yeah, and I mean, my every health. day's a choice. Every right? day's a choice. Yeah. Every day's a choice. And like with taking this job, you know, I've basically have looked at I'm like, how do I want to spend, you know, my summer here? Because summer warm season in the mountains is has a very particular feel. It's very mm-hmm. like um it's almost frenetic. Like there's just so much going on. In, in, in the spring, people say yes to way too much shit, right? Because we've just come out of like hibernation. And so everybody's like, like yes, please, yes, yes. <laughs> and then, and you know, and so it's like, you think about how you're going to feel in the fall when you're making decisions in the spring, right? This is something we talk about in four rhythms. And so, you know, so I'm looking at everything I'm saying yes to and taking on this job, which it's long hours. It's two days. I'm basically working 24 hours in a two day period of time. Um, part of that's going to be in the car (laughs) driving across the mountains with a cup of coffee. So I'm like, okay. Um, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to need downtime for that. So I'm like scheduling in my downtime. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, I also want to continue working on my business, but I'm in a place where I just want to get hyper-focused on exactly what I'm doing with my own, with my business and not, I'm not going to spend, I don't want to spend a lot of time just sitting around, you know, whatever, like writing email funnels or whatever the fuck. Um, and so, (laughs) and then the rest of the time I want to play because that's like why I live here. You know, that's why I like deal with the winters so that I can play in the summer. We just got a paddleboard. I'm like, I want to go paddleboarding with Fox, you know? And so I, I made a list of like everything I'm going to be doing. And I'm like, I don't have much time for anything else. So like, I really can't say yes to anything else except for like a dinner date here or like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever a bike right there. But Um, and I think like for me, something that helps kind of keep my, my work life aligned with my values 
is um is really looking at how I want to spend my time, how I have to spend my time, and then what's mm. left. Yes. You know, and making sure there's some in between. Yeah. There's like room for that flexibility. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I was like, just like jotting down a quick note and I was like, it just says schedule. And I was like, as soon as you said that, I was like, yes, uh-huh. <laughs> <This> makes sense. <laughs> I mean, cause like you need that, you need that flexibility And I mean, for example, like we're doing like home remodel stuff and I, this is not some sort of glamorous influencer home remodel. Like we are doing most of this ourselves. So you and I were supposed to record yesterday, but I was like, uh, actually my husband has to get up at the crack of dawn and finish hanging cement board in the bathroom. So the tile guy can actually get his job done. Fun. Glamorous. Super glam. Glamorous. You know? (laughs) So, but we have again, the flexibility because that is what how we've set things up. Um, I I'm super curious, like, is there, I just, if people are stepping into this, have you noticed any signs in your business that maybe like this is no longer in line with your values or your life? Is there like a red flag that pops up for you? Cause sometimes I think we can get, there's a difference between being busy and working on your business. And then all of a sudden real, like having busy seasons, And then all of a sudden realizing that you're like, oh shit, I have fallen into hustle mode. So is there like a red flag for you that pops up or a pink flag? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's interesting. There's two things that come to mind when you ask me this question. The first thing is, is I I just recently started working with a business coach a couple of months ago. And one of the first things she asked me is, look, I just want to start this out by saying, what if your business doesn't work? Mm. You know, like, have you imagined what happens if your business doesn't work? And I was like, I have. And actually, that's what I was imagining, which is why I hired you. Um, (laughs) Because in my mind, it would be okay, but it's not what I want. And, you know, it's really like, is this the time where I want to say, you know what? I've given it my best shot. And I think that I'm more of a support person. No. Um, I mean, I support people. but (laughs) But you know what I mean? And so... Um, so just, you know, that, that check-in alone was really helpful and just, and it's something that I check in with on a regular basis. But, um, right after I, at the beginning of the month, I taught, uh, or I had a masterclass scheduled mm-hmm. and, um, there was very few registrations for it. And, uh, and I felt like I pushed myself into it not really setting myself up for success because Mm -hmm. I was getting messaging that was like, um, or I was receiving messaging. I was like listening to the messaging that was like, you just need to go out and like do it. You have to stop with the whole, like, you know, thinking things through so much that you're not actually in action, which taking imperfect action, right? Which there's definitely something to that. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to schedule this masterclass, but I didn't really do, I didn't prepare my people for it well enough for it to be attended. And so the day of, I decided I'm going to offer something different to my people, but I really had to check in with myself. And the red flag was if I go in and try to teach this class, to a really small group, I'm going to not feel like that's not going to feel good for me in a way that's like, yeah, it just was a, it was a red flag. Like my intuition said, do this differently. 
And so instead mm. I offered it as um, one-on-one with each oh, person. Nice. Yeah. Like a, just a mm-hmm. kind of a brief one-on-one session. You guys can go like a little bit deeper. Exactly. And, and then that felt really good. And I was like, maybe this is what I want to do. Maybe I want to do one-on-one instead of like mm-hmm. group stuff, you know? And it also was kind of like, I kind of got in a downslope and I found myself job searching. And I was like, why am I searching for jobs? Like what's actually happening? You know, am I in a place of scarcity and stress? And I found myself looking at this job that was like working for a girl boss. And that was like, you need, you'll have to work, you know, 40 hours plus probably weekends and nights. Um, you know, you need (laughs) to answer to everything that the client (laughs) says, blah, 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 blah. And your starting salary is 40,000. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. And I was like, absolutely not. I was like, oh, hell no. First of all, like this to me, like that was the red flag. Like I'm considering this. Okay. Mm -hmm. That means I'm coming from a place of scarcity. Also, Mm -hmm. it was a, it was a really good information of like, no, this is not the type of business that I align with. And Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I want to show people that you can actually work with the rhythm of your body and Mm -hmm. not buy into this bullshit. So yeah. So red flags come in weird places. And it was also this message to me of like, I just need to slow down for a couple of weeks and just focus on my family and kind of regroup and let my brain Mm -hmm. just like decompress from like spending the last couple of months creating a program. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of work to create a program. It's a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. And it's a lot of like being on all the time Mm -hmm. always thinking always like trying to connect dots with no income coming in you know and that's the hard thing is my husband's watching me and he's like what are you up to and I'm like I wish I could tell you (laughs) right like I wish I could make you understand yeah that's yeah that can be really hard Mm -hmm. and then I think we get so focused on these on these like income numbers without actually ever thinking about you know what they would do for us. So we think about like the end goal. So is the end goal, like 10 K months, like that's what we see everywhere. And that's like a lot of what we talk about in the program that I teach with is 10 K months. And cause that seems to be a magical number for folks. But the important thing is to know like, okay, what do you need to know to make ends meet? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you need to, or sorry, what do you need to make to make ends meet? Like where, where's that minimum and how are we going to get to that number first? Exactly. And then what is like, what is that 10 K or a hundred K or 200 K? Like, what is that number actually going to do for your life? Right. Because if there's no, if it's just this like elusive, like I want to make a million dollars this year, but you have no idea what that number means to you or like how, like with a power behind it it's going to get lost. Like we're going to burn out because we have nothing that we're working towards. Yeah. It's so if you like sit, it's just the hustle. It's just like to check something off. It's like the, it's a vanity metric, right? We get to 10 K followers on Instagram and you're like, okay, cool. Now what? Mm -hmm. And so there's no like drive to hit it like, or to like to maintain it. And it's again, it's like, what, what could, what would your life look like if you were hitting these numbers regularly? Like, what is that magic number? What do you want to do? What do you want your life to look like first? And then figure out what that number needs to be. And then what you need to do to get there and then ask yourself like, okay, so if I want to make a million dollars a year, I need to sell 400 memberships into this program. Mm -hmm. 
okay, what's it going to take to do that? Is that something that I want to do one by myself? Being an entrepreneur does not mean you have to work by yourself, but like what, what kind of support am I going to need for that? And is, am I going to do this in a way that feels good? Right. So it's just a constantly checking in with your values. Yeah. I'm super excited. We have some really cool guests coming up this month. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to save it for a surprise, but we've got two business coaches, um, coming in this month and they have like very different approaches and they're both really awesome. But I think the thing that ties them together is kind of this theme that you and I have been talking about is like creating this aligned business Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or creating this like business that works really well with your life. Right. With purpose. With purpose. With purpose. Yeah. Cause like hustle has its place for, you know, sprints or whatever, but if it has no purpose, then, you know, you're going to burn out. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody has time for burnout. Nobody has time for that. I mean, I'm just coming out of burnout. Like I'm finally feeling like myself again. Mm -hmm. And part of that was business. Part of that was move. Part of that was just life, you know, but it's, it's hard to like totally burn out. Yeah. I mean, I think once you know how burnout feels, like I know how burnout feels. And so I could feel it coming on. Yeah. And that's why I took a couple of weeks and was just like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, and that's the red flag, right? That's it's the red like, flag. Again, yeah. That's the big red flag mm-hmm. is like, if I feel that coming, it is not worth it because one, I can't show up in my business when I burn out. Like I literally can't, I can't tell you how many meetings and interviews and client opportunities that I had to say no to or reschedule because I had to just go take a nap. Yeah. And that's such a shitty feeling. You're like, cool, my business is tanking because I pushed too hard in whatever area of my life it was. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not worth it. Mm-mm. It's not worth it. Well, this was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. <laughs> episode 99. Episode 99. Yes. Next week is our hundredth episode. I can't believe it. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. We'll your hundredth episode. Like I've been showing up, yes. but girl, yes. girl, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know. I can't believe it. And, um, we'll do something to celebrate. So make sure you're tuned into the unrefined. She, I G I think there's rumors of us going live, but I'm not committing us to anything right now because that's right. <laughs> Cause we don't commit without purpose. <laughs> There could be like a giveaway. There could be some sort of dance party. There'll probably be a comical reel. I don't know. But anyway, it's very exciting. So thank you all so much for your support over the past two, two years, almost two years. Mm-hmm. Almost a year for me. So almost a year for you. Mm-hmm. Little over, probably a little over. We two started years this in January, 2019. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just over two years. Amazing. Yay. What an adventure it has been. And it will continue. This is not like a final like Gur- and surprise, no. we're ending the show. No, no. we're we're just getting we're just refining and just keeping it. We're gonna continue to grow. So business, podcasts, life, it's all an evolution. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed. Well, thanks for tuning Amazing. in, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week for episode one hundred. Yeah. <laughs>